BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hold on. Let me get my little earbuds on. My headphones. Hello. Now we're cooking with gas. Um, how's everyone doing? Uh, I hope you're well. I am unwell. I just got back from Scary Island, if you know that reference from the Real Housewives of New York. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. When Bethany Frankel yelled at Kelly Ben Simone, pretty much the greatest moment in television ever. Um, sorry, I'm extra raspy. We're going to get into all my health and wellness ailments because I know y'all love to be WebMD for me. And I'll give you a lowdown on what happened this past weekend. I'm sorry this episode is coming out, you know, 24 hours late. Sometimes mama also needs to just cool her jets too. Um, I took my podcast recording equipment to the, to the islands and then I realized I didn't pack microphones. So there's no way to actually record anything, even though I thought I was fully prepared. So thank you for being patient with me this week. Uh, I love you. Let's get into it. How is everyone doing? Uh, wellness update on me. I'm unfucking well. God, I cannot even hit that note right now. <coughs> um, you know, I just got to start this off by saying, as somebody who definitely has needs to go on vocal rest for a while, I feel bad that people were so mean to Ashley Simpson when she had her nodules on her vocal cords. And I think a lot of people wanted to throw her album under the bus and say, she's not you know, she's living in the shadows of Jessica, her sister, who's the real talent. But I just want y'all to know, I want to state for the record, I have had the same vocal issues that Ashley Simpson has had forever. You can hear the vocal fry in my voice. It's because I suffer from severe acid reflux. And I'm now realizing that the post-nasal drip is also then meeting the acid reflux somewhere back in my larynx. And it's just frying everything. And that is why I have felt like shit for the last six and a half months. It's like I get stress. I get acid reflux from the stress. And then the sinus, because I'm allergic to life, comes down the back of the throat. And now they're meeting in the middle. Now, I don't know if you know this, but I, I had surgery when I was in high school for um, my vocal, my nodules and my vocal cords. That's why I used to be able to sing, but I can't anymore. And it's getting, it's getting bad. So if there's an EMT out there or a gastroenterologist, maybe y'all are a married couple, and you work together. I'd love if you could stick a tube up my ass and one down my throat so we could figure out how to solve this problem. Anyways, um, all right, let's get into it. <clears throat> you got to bear with me today. I've got a coffee and a water. I'm trying to stay lubricated up, but I don't have much of a voice. So went to Harbor Island this weekend with some of my gal pals. What is Harbor Island? It's a place where 
as a two mile island, uh, you fly into North Eleuthera. I will get into that airport here in just a second. You fly into North Eleuthera and then you get on this little water taxi and you go across this island. Now I'm too afraid to tell people. I, I mentioned that I was going there and then all these waspy white people on Instagram literally started threatening me. Don't tell anyone you're there. I don't want anyone to know about this place. Please don't tell anyone you're there. Oh my God, keep this under wraps. I'm like, I didn't realize Madison from Nantucket that we weren't allowed to tell anybody we were going to this fucking island. And I'm going to say something very bold. Skip Harbor Island and just go to the Turks and Caicos. I said it. It's been done. Can't take it back. Had a blast. We'll get into it. But really and truly, door to door, P to P, just go to the Turks. Um, but we had a great time. We had a great time. I'm sorry if like the secret's out. My dear friend Amy and Emily, their two sisters, shout out to the girls. They had birthdays. And of course, they had booked this, you know, two years ago and COVID's pushed everybody out. And now that everyone was vaccinated, we were able to pop down there and pussy pump on an island. But Harbor Island, you fly into North Eleuthera. The airport's a fucking joke. Like when you fly into the Turks, you're like, oh, this is easy breezy. Next, you know, you go through security. The next thing you know, you're like on the beach. But this was a shrimp shack. This was a four by four. I mean, the airport was fucking hysterical. When you go to check in, when we were leaving yesterday, you go to check in, you, you drop your bag, and then you have to go across the street a dirt road and you're hanging out at Jimmy's sh literal shrimp shack. You order uh, like a po' boy and some fries and get a, a get a couple of mimosas. And then the lady, the, the ticketing agent literally comes out, opens the front door of the, <laughs> the airport and just screams like, everybody getting on Delta flight, you know, get your ass in here. So um, definitely off the beaten path. But of course, I love spending time down in the Caribbean and I'm, I feel very blessed that I've had opportunities to go down there. That's just my place. You know, everybody in LA goes to Cabo. Love Cabo. Always loved Mexico. I have a fucking great time in Mexico. But the Caribbean um, really holds the key to my heart. And that's why you should take a carnival cruise. No, I'm kidding. I really just felt like I was setting up for a, a good commercial there. Listen, I've said this a million times on this podcast. I know that I miss my calling to be a cruise director. Yes, am I a successful entertainer in another way? For sure. Do I really have something that keeps me up at night, deep in my soul that says, Heather, you should be on the Lido deck right now, you know, watching tourists from Michigan in Michigan football t-shirts, fucking drunk, doing the conga line? Yeah, that's actually who I am inside is somebody who supports middle America and cheers them on. You know what I mean? Go Michigan. <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that. That level of people watching is my fucking favorite thing. But anyway, so we were on this like exclusive island down at Harbor Island and um, easy flight from Atlanta. You fly to North Eleuthera, then you get in a cab, um, then you, you go to this water dock, then you're in a 30 second boat right across to Harbor Island. And the cool thing about the island is everybody's in a golf cart, which was really cool. But we stayed in this older house. The house is beautiful. And of course I already Zillowed it. And it was like a $5 million house. But when I say I was sleeping in a twin bed and I felt like, you know, when you're at camp and you feel like no matter how many times you shower, you can never get clean. That's the way it was. Okay. Now, of course, Tina and I were the last ones to show up for the party because we had to push our flight because I, I, I was having to work a fuck ton last week, which is got us good. Grateful for the job. So we rolled in. So, of course, we got the bunk room. That's fine. I'm not, I am not Ramona. I don't show up 
to a fucking vacation with a bunch of women in a house and try and get the best room. That's not it. It was Emily and Amy and Elizabeth Howard's birthday trip, okay? They get it. I got it. I am chill. I am go with the fucking flow. Do I need to wear sandals in the shower? A hundred percent I did. Did I? No. Will I end up with athlete's foot? For sure. But that's fine. I'm not going to bitch about it. But we, like... God bless them. And I'm sure it's because they're trying to be eco-friendly. But like we had 11 girls in the house. We needed maybe two sets of towels. We were running out of towels. It was just got to the point where like day three, I hadn't washed my hair because I like couldn't fit in the shower. And I was just like, you know, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm just going to hose me off in the back. Um, But it was fun. It was like being at camp again where you're never really clean, but you also somehow still look cute. That's where I was at. Y'all have been with me on my fertility journey and I am so grateful that I used Modern Fertility before they even became a sponsor of the podcast to figure out, hey, uh, ding, 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 Heather, you might want to freeze your eggs now because I have a low AMH. Here's the thing though, even if you're concerned about other health things, even if kids are not in your future, Modern Fertility can help you do hormone testing. It's it's simple at-home finger prick that unlocks tons of insight into your reproductive health. From egg count to menopause timing to possible outcomes for egg freezing or IVS. Also, you can learn about conditions like thyroid disorder or PCOS, all things that affect us. We are not all created equal. We all have different challenges ahead of us. And why not do it in the comfort of your own home? My insurance didn't cover a lot of stuff. And when I went to my doctors and I got the bill, I was like, oh shit, this is no fucking joke. I am so glad that I used Modern Fertility for only $159, which is a fraction of the price. Literally, I could just go to modernfertility.com, order one of the kits. I prick my finger at home and I send it off to them. And I got incredible, quick results that really broke things down for me. And here's the deal. If you listen to my podcast, go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely, you get $20 off your test. They send it right to your home. You finger prick, you send it right back. It could not be easier. Again, go to modernfertility.com slash absolutely and get $20 off the test. That means your test will only cost $139 instead of several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it could cost at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test, modernfertility.com slash absolutely. Again, modernfertility.com slash absolutely. The first night out though, now, now side note, to get down there, you either have to get a COVID test or you have to bring in your vaccination card. You have to get a special insurance. You know, when you're traveling, it's it, out of the country. It's not just wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You've got to show up, um, with, you know, with some credentials. And they were very strict on masks. I had, you know, I'm so fucking sick of these assholes who message you. And I'm like, I have my mask on, on the golf cart. They would pull you, like the police would pull you over on your golf cart and say, you're going to a Bahamian jail for a month if you don't have your mask on. So I wore my mask on the back of the golf cart as the police asked me to, okay, fucking Rachel. Some lady's like, um, you don't have to have a mask on. I'm in a foreign country. I love jerk chicken, but I don't want to eat it morning, noon, and night while I'm locked up for a month. Thank you, law-abiding citizen. It's also called respect for the country you're in. Let me get a sip of coffee. Anywho, so they're not fucking around. They're not fucking around. So if you're one of those people who's like a light masker, you know what I mean? Because they don't all, all these other countries don't have the um, access to the vaccines or, you know, the resources that we do. So when you go somewhere, be fucking courteous. I say all that, um, but yes, we were in this great house, but you know, I mean, this place was built in the 1800s. Apparently, Harbor Island, Dunmore Town, which is a little town in it, 
was the first capital of the Bahamas. This is probably historically completely wrong and inaccurate, but I read that on a pamphlet at a restaurant. Do go to the landing restaurant. I met the family who runs the place. So incredibly cool. They were just the kindest people. Great food. Definitely go there and have the, I don't know if they're like honey nut, banana nut, whatever the fucking pancakes are, have them at breakfast. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I am a morning pastry connoisseur. I don't fuck around with the normal buttermilk. These were the best. It had a honeycomb crunch butter on it that will change your life. The best pancakes other than hen mothers because her that there's a different type of pancake. The pancakes here were a different consistency. The hen mother cookhouse pancake is the best fucking thing I've ever had in my entire life. But if you're on Harbor Island, get the landing pancake. But you know what I'm saying? A different consistency, both great. Anyways, shout out to Soraya. If you come to Atlanta, you absolutely must go to hen mother cookhouse. I adore Soraya. I'm trying to get her to just move into my house and um, cook all my meals for me because that's really the only thing I eat is her restaurant. And she is such an incredible female chef. I mean, you know, she's female. I don't think I need to say that, but she is doing shit for the female chef community that um, I just think is so noteworthy. She's just a bad bitch. and And I love to see it. Anyways, back to Harbor Island. So on Friday night, I say all this, on Friday night, I had one of those moments since COVID started where I just felt, I've never felt so alive. We were in this beach bar called Daddy D's. I'm talking, it is like at the corner of Conk Shack and SPF 3. Do you know what I'm saying? Morals are loose. The music is good. They turned on Pitbull. Okay, the DJ was fucking giving us the jams. Now, this place, this entire island's only two miles long. There's like five restaurants, one little beach bar. There's another bar called like Gusty's or Rusty's that's just sand at the bottom where they only play top 40 hits. Like there's there's nothing to do on this island. So we're at Daddy D's and I am, I've had about seven Kalik beers. And you know me, my attitude doesn't change when I drink. I am not one of those people. I don't get emotional. I don't, I don't get angry. I'm just me, except a little looser. You know, I just, I like to move my body a little bit more fluidly, but it doesn't mean that it changes who I am. But I had, there was something about the salt air. I just turned in this really intense project, which I'll get into in a second. I mean, I've been under so much professional stress recently that, you know, I'm not, I'm not able to share um, with you guys until, you know, that deal is signed. But it's just been a, it's been a really crazy fucking three or four weeks. I've just been really hunkered down in the basement trying to finish the script and stress the fuck out and like, there's just a lot of pressure. So anyway, so I have a couple of these Kalik beers that are fucking refreshing and delicious. I have no shoes on. I am dancing in this place called Daddy D's. And I, we met some wonderful girls from, um, they were not, they were from Nashville and DC. So it was just a bunch of fun women fucking busting down Tatiana. And they started playing the song. Um, it's Neo and Pipple. I want all of you tonight. Give me everything tonight. You know? Or, wait, no, is that it? Yeah, that one. And then, I knew my rent was going to be Lake of Bethel. Uh, Lake? Jesus, help us. I can't even sing this. Hold on. I knew my rent was going to be late about a week ago. But I'm done enough to get up in this club. Like that song? You know what I'm talking about? Wow, I am so sorry. I have stroked out hard today. And I was wearing like a cute Show Me Your Moo Moo short set. And so I could like get down, like I could bust down and drop down and get my eagle on without worrying about my vagina popping out. And I was fucking raging. I was in a squat. 
dancing to Pitbull with a cold beer in my hand, surrounded by other sweaty people. And I was like, we're back. We're back, baby. It just felt good. It felt good to be like, all right, we feel normal again. This is where I thrive in a beach bar, listening to Pitbull, drinking a cold one with my hair so sweaty, matted to the back of my neck. It almost choked me out for a second. You know what I'm talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking about, okay? Picture it. Six years ago, you're in Cancun. You're at a Senor Frogs, right? Okay? They're blasting the music and your hair falls out of your pony and it's so thick and wet and matted to the back of your sweaty neck because you are fucking in the zone, baby. That that like that one little rat tail kind of goes around your neck and then it connects to the other hair that's on the left side of your neck and they're wet and then they mat together and they kind of, you know, choke you back and you have your eyes closed and you don't see it coming. You don't see the hair coming together to then literally try and kill you. And then you open your eyes and your girlfriend's standing in front of you like, I love this place. And like, bitch, can you help me? My hair is choking me out. (sighs) That's where I was this weekend. Mm, It was great. Real talk, I am so excited that this next company is a sponsor of the podcast and it's called Agency. And I'm going to tell you why I use their skincare products. I, you know, it's been going to all these like whatever fancy doctors and I just felt like I was getting bamboozled and they were trying to sell me all these oils that weren't doing anything. And then I found Agency, which is a future defining skincare brand that believes you deserve customized products for your dynamic and ever evolving skin. So basically they created a formulation for me to help. Like I had specific things. I have a little bit of melasma. I am also breaking out because I have hormonal acne, but I also want to fight those fine lines and wrinkles. And they matched me with a licensed dermatology provider who created a custom formula and researched with research-backed ingredients just for me. So literally, I received my agency product in the mail and it's just, it's a really clean packaging. It's really nice how they they put it all together. And then it'll show me like the formulation on the back of the jar and it'll say like, all right, use this once every, you know, one time a night, um, right before you go to bed, you wash your face, I put on the cream and it, it tells me everything that's in the, in the product. So I know what I'm putting on my face and it's customized just for me. Did Do what I did and try out Agency, the personalized anti-aging skincare that evolves with you. Go with agency.com slash absolutely not for a free, this is it, free 99. You know I love a free situation, 30-day trial. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and handling. That's with Agency with W-I-T-H. So with agency.com slash absolutely not to unlock your free 30-day trial. See withagency.com for all the details subject to consultation. Again, the coolest thing about this is they team you up with a dermatology provider and they help you figure out exactly what you need to make your skincare custom for you. And I'm obsessed with them and check them out. Here's the thing though. If you don't have a fucking reservation on this island, you are screwed. That was the wild thing. There's only a handful of restaurants and there weren't a lot of people on the island at all, especially because of, you know, COVID and stuff. But if you don't have a reservation on the island, there is, you will not eat. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That's a wrap. There's no options. So, I mean, I had a great time. I would go back. I don't think I'd do a house. I think I would stay at a hotel. So I, you know, got a, a towel and a cold shower and I don't even need a warm one on that island. I need a cold one, eco-friendly, whatever y'all need. But that's where I'm at. But we had a great time. We had a good time with the girls. I'll tell you though, these girls can party. And I, you know, I've said this before, when I drink, 
Like I said, it doesn't change my personality at all. Um, but I, I, my problem is I can drink, I can put it back, but it, I don't get drunk the way I used to anymore. So I've kind of had this thing where I'm like, it's really like my acid reflux has gotten bad. Like I'll have two glasses of rosé on the beach. And then if you don't stuff me, if you don't put my lawn chair or my lounge chair all the way up at a full 90 degree angle and put me in the shade, my acid reflux will boil up to my pineal gland, which is your third eye. And I'll start tripping. That's how bad it gets. So I can't really party like I used to because I'm just fucking 34 and old as shit. It's not even like I'm getting hangovers. It's that I got to take six fucking Tums. But I'll tell you what, this group of girls, some of the girls were from PKP and then some of them were were our friends, friends from home. I mean, we had a full-blown pharmacy. You know, if you needed, if you had strep throat, if you had a UTI, if you had a herpes flare-up, if you had a panic attack, we're going into cardiac arrest, you know, or had a kidney stone. We had something in that house, in somebody's medicine kit that could cure it all. So I just had people constantly feeding me Zantax, Prilosec, OTC, any of those brands. And then they would just have to set me up because the acid reflux was too bad. And, you know, my dad didn't drink because he used to say the same thing. He's like, Heather, you get to a point where the way you and I are built. Hold on. He would say it like this. He's like, baby, the way you and I are built, you're just not going to get drunk. I don't know how to tell you this, but you're not going to get drunk anymore. He's like, so you can either constantly have swollen fingers and a puffy face, but without the return of feeling good, or you can just quit drinking and smoke weed. And I'm like, that's on gone. My dad didn't drink. Well, I mean, he would have a scotch every now and then, but his drink was absolute vodka on the rocks with blue cheese stuffed olives. And I drink a Chopin slightly dirty martini with blue cheese stuffed olives. So like father, like daughter. But I remember asking my dad, being like, dad, all my other friends' parents drink. Why, do, why don't you drink? And he was like, look at me. He's like, do you know how many vodkas it takes me to get a buzz? It's not worth it anymore. <laughs> you know, people are like, oh, if you quit drinking, you'll lose weight. My dad didn't drink and was fat. And I have gone like two months without having any alcohol because my acid reflux gets bad. And I haven't lost weight from it. Like me not boozing does not equal a slimmer body. It does not. Less puffy, sure. Less acid reflux, great. Softer joints, maybe. But I, like cutting out wine is not, has never changed the game for me. But coming back from this trip, I mean, I'm just dry. The The throat hurts, you know? And I'm like, God, I just, you know. Nowadays, it's not even about getting the hangover because I didn't even drink a lot on this trip. I'd have, you know, a margarita and then the acidity from the lemon and lime. I'm taking two Tums and I'm drinking a seltzer and a light colleague beer. I love beer. I don't know why people don't like beer. I don't know when we got in this diet culture that we can't have a beer. I'd rather have two cold beers and just really enjoy them and relax than be forced to drink vodka on the rocks all night. Okay, quit shoving this. I can't even have a fucking mixer down my throat. I don't like sweet, but I still love a margarita every now and then, Michelle. For fuck's sake. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is what I want to tell you guys. Oh, wow. I just like literally the light from Jesus just hit me. And I just remembered what I was so excited to tell you guys. You're going to laugh so hard. Okay. I need you, if you are in the car with your children, which I have said before, unless they are funny and witty, you know, when your friends have a funny kid, like they have like a really cool teenage girl who's like 16 and she's like, yeah, I'm in on the joke. I'm fucking smart and I get it. And I, I am the wittiest person in this car. Then you're allowed 
to have them hang out. If you have a really cool daughter or like a fabulous gay son, they are allowed to listen to this next part. No, actually they're not. Inappropriate. Nope. Nope. Unless you're 18 and above, turn this off. No one's allowed to listen to this. If you're listening to this at work, turn it off, put the earbuds in. I'm going to give you three seconds. One, two. Let's talk about a video I saw of a friend of a friend who caught their dog sitter titty fucking in their living room. (laughs) Y'all, this is the most absolutely not funniest shit I have ever seen. Now it's a friend of a friend's in Atlanta. So a friend of mine who was on this trip to Harbor Island, we're sitting at dinner and she's like, everyone's laughing about the story. And I don't know how I missed this in our group text, but a friend of a friend. So let's call this other friend. Let's call her Lisa. Lisa, this woman catches her dog sitter. She used one of those companies like Rover or whatever. Has this dog sitter come to her house to check on her dogs while she is out of town. Again, this is a friend of a friend, but I saw the the evidence. And then I ended up talking to the girl on the phone to confirm said event. She has one of those Furbo dog cameras. Now, they are not a sponsor of the podcast. However, Furbo, if you hear this, they have sponsored me on Instagram before. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. I don't know if this will actually hurt us or help us, but this is why you should have a dog camera, okay? I have one because I like to keep an eye on the dogs in the kitchen while I'm out and about, just make sure that they're they're being good. But this girl, Lisa, is out at a wedding on an island somewhere, enjoying herself with her husband, having a good time. And her little furbo goes off. And she's like, oh, I can just click in and see that the dog sitter's feeding the dog, checking on the dogs. She said the next thing she saw, and I saw the video with my own eyes. I've seen the evidence. Is her dog sitter, again, do not allow any children to hear this. Is I'm going to give you two more seconds. Are they out of the room? Okay, great. Her dog sitter is laying on the couch. Get it, get it. <laughs> getting titty fucked. I feel like I have to whisper this in my own house. By her boyfriend, a guy, I don't know. If you don't know what titty fucking is, it's where you have your breasts and then somebody puts a penis in between them and it rubs. You know, I don't know. If you got big boobs, sometimes it can be like a fetish thing. But regardless, literally, this woman is just like probably at a friend's wedding, like, hey, I'm going to just check and say hi to the dog sitter. Because on this like dog camera, you can talk back. You can send treats, all that. It's awesome. I have one. I love them. And I've worked with them before and I like genuinely love the product. But I was like, this is such a, like if I could do a Furbo dog ad and just do it and send this video in and like, hey, did you want to know whether or not your dog sitter's having sex on your couch? Uh, Then get a Furbo dog camera. And you can see the dogs in the video sitting on the couch at the other end of this like L-shaped couch watching this woman get violated. And they're literally like, oh my God, like these dogs will never recover from what they saw. So in the video, the girl's doing her thing, whatever. And so I I talked to Lisa and she's like, yeah, when I caught him, I literally kept calling the girl. She's like, I'm watching this girl have sex in my house on my couch when she came over just to feed the fucking dogs. and then." She calls the girl. The girl denied, like declines her phone call. Literally declines it. Call keeps calling her over and over again. She finally answers it. And she's like, "Hey, um, so just so you know, you know we have a dog camera. I can see everything that you're doing on my couch. I need you to get the fuck out of my house and like never come back." And the woman was like, "I'm so sorry. This is the this is the best part. I will make sure to give your dogs a treat before I leave and lock up." <laughs> Can you imagine that's the response from the dog sitter? 
I'm my bad. I'm so sorry. I had sex on your couch, but I will make sure that muffins and Lulu get a treat before I leave. Oh my God. Dylan, 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 give him a treat. We got to go. Put your pants on. Absolutely not. You know, I love everything personalized. Well, why not have your hair care personalized as well? Uh, I want to share a few updates since using the custom formulas pros have sent me. And spoiler alert, it's a real deal. You know, we're going into the summertime where I bleach my hair. And then on top of that, I'm in the water, I'm traveling, I'm doing the most. And I feel like every couple of months, your hair, your hair care needs to change for the season and the weather and the elements and all the things you're going through. Pros is awesome because they, Pros knows there is more to you than just your hair type. Pros has given over 1 million consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. You go online, you, you just fill out all this information. Like, okay, I color my hair, my hair's thin it's thick, it's soft, it's dry, brittle, whatever. And then they literally come up with a custom formulation and with their algorithm and over 50 billion formula combinations, yes, you heard that right, 50 billion different options, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. Pros also has a review and refine feature. It lets me tweak my formulas for any reason, like say change of address, hair color, or my diet. Because hey, there's so many factors that go into having fabulous hair. Here's the deal. Pros is a healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. Take your free, again, free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros. I'm going to spell it out for you. That's P-R-O-S-E.com slash absolutely. Again, that's pros.com slash absolutely for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. Now back to the podcast. I don't even know what I would do if I caught a dog sitter just banging it out in my kitchen. You know what I mean? Just been over the counter. And this was the best part. They had these giant 40s, like 40 um, beers just sitting on, on the counter, on the coffee table. So they were having a cold one and then just getting having a hot one on the couch. I mean, this was the funniest thing I have ever seen. So then, of course, I got to call the friend of a friend, Lisa, and I'm, I'm asking her. I'm just, I, I'm just grilling her. Like, you know, what'd you say to the, what'd you say to the dog sitter? You know, did you send this to the, the dog sitting company? Did you tell them like, I mean, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. And then you got to think, people really think they're going to get away with a lot of stuff. I have another friend who had a dog sitter who threw a party at her house. She's like, Heather, we have ring cameras, Arlo cameras, and we do two at our house. She's like, I could see the kids from Georgia State just rolling into our house while we were, you know, away in Highlands, North Carolina at grandma's fucking funeral. So my absolutely not this week is uh, dog sitters gone wild. Whatever happened to just go into a house, feeding the dogs, taking them on an hour-long walk, you know, maybe saying a prayer in the home to bless it, and then hitting the road. There's a lot of balls in some of these young dog sitters. I mean, the girl from the video looked like she was having a great time. I mean, she was definitely enjoying herself, but come on, inappropriate. Oh, I've never laughed so hard in my life. That was the funniest shit. So uh, anyways, if you're thinking about watching someone's pets, remember, come into the home with full pants on and a Bible in your hand, because guess what? If not, they're going to get you. Uh, what's going on with y'all? I hope you're well. What else have I got going on? I got to tell, let me paint the picture though of where I am right now. I'm in my basement, in my studio, and they're coming to paint the house today which is very controversial because we have not cleared it through the HOA. I mean, we have, but you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure someone's going to knock on our door at four o'clock 
We're painting the whole house white brick, just a refresher. Um, and they had to come tape over the windows because we're, we're painting the inside of the windowsill black. It's going to look fantastic. But I am in my basement office. So the windows are covered. It's very like ominous down here. And I'm just recovering from a wild trip. The things I saw, the things I did. Such a great time with my girls though. I'll tell you what. You know, it's really, I really love having these adult friendships and doing things. And, and listen, ladies, if you're in a position to, you know, even if it's just traveling locally or even just going out for a night, having a little staycation with your girlfriends and leaving the kids at home or leaving the husbands behind, you got to get away. You got to get the girls together. You got to giggle. We're trying to plan another PKP trip. You know, I love my girls. Um, and it's just nice to have these, these, this time to look forward to and to just giggle. And I'm telling you, when you get 11 girls in a room, uh, you know, three, three medical kits, two credit cards, and a couple bottles of wine, you can do anything, literally anything. And that's the power of women right there. That is the power of getting it done. Uh, You guys, I was going to get into uh, the voicemails, but now I've realized uh, we have a special guest in the studio. Y'all have been wondering if he was dead or alive. You didn't know what was going on. I'm about to bring in my boo, my ton producer, Christopher Kettner. He's in the house. He just flew in from New York. So let me get him set up and we're going to get him on the pod. Ladies and gentlemen, live from New York City, not live from New York City, just live from your basement, (laughs) just in from New York City. Chris, how the hell are you? I'm great. You know what? It was a warm welcome coming back to Atlanta and uh, seeing your husband and your mother yelling at the painters <laughs> early this morning, just in the yard screaming. There hasn't been a dull moment. I have to say, I don't know. So I was here for a very long time last year. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a period of time that I've been in your house where it hasn't been under a state of construction. But it's just because in the past year, we've decided to redo everything. Full revamp. Yeah. We didn't do anything to the house for 20 years. And now yeah. you've been here and... You know, I mean, this shit takes forever to get done because everybody, now that it's been home for a set amount of time, realizes yeah. they hate the space they're in and everybody <laughs> decided to change everything. Shit. Yeah. I mean, it only take three days for them to paint the house. Then it's done. And then everything's done? Everything's done. We have to do some landscaping in the front, but then it's done. Oh, great. I was like, do I need to produce a housewarming in 2025? No, no, or no. Is no. It- Next month. No, 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 no. We're good. We're good. Okay. It's so funny though. Jeff's definitely had to, there's a learning curve of dealing mm-hmm. with, because he's in construction in New York. Yeah. But New York. Southern mentality. Southern mentality. Yeah. People are work on Southern time, mm-hmm. you know, and I keep trying to tell him, honey, you get more done with honey than with vinegar, but in New of York, course. you get more done with vinegar. Right. Here you don't. Sass with a smile. Exactly. In yeah. the South, you got to be like, hey, I brought y'all Chick-fil-A biscuits for yeah. breakfast. Oh, y'all showed up three hours late yeah. to the work site? Here's a biscuit. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and then we, we, you know, we work in the deal on the back end. Right. When right. New York is just like, in your face, I got to yell at you. Yeah. So Jeff, I mean, he's even had problems. Like, well, I got to talk about his attitude. He's even had problems at our, our at our country club. Like somebody asked him to like, not wear his hat backwards. He's like, oh, I'm going to fight somebody in the parking lot. Did you lot. pay you $10,000 to be here? Because I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah, just like, I'm like, you got to cool your jets. Yeah. If you want to do business in the South, you got to slow your roll mm-hmm. and, and do it the Southern way. Bless. How are you? Everyone's been concerned. They were like, where's Chris been? Oh my God. I'm worried about him. I'm like, he does live in New York. He yeah. was allowed to go to his own home. Right. I do have an apartment <laughs> that I've lived in for 16 years in New York City. Yeah. And I'm back. New York is back. New York is thriving. All I love the people it. listening from New York, you know, know that I was on, I was in Central Park on Monday and it was jam packed. I love that. I was like, great. The unemployed people are 
back into Central Park thriving. Crowding. Like they were before. <laughs> yeah, like they were before. Exactly. <laughs> All the artistes in New York. Yeah. So what's the deal with Broadway? They keep making these oh, announcements. Where Ooh. do you want to start? <laughs> yes. You know, I love a Broadway gossip yeah, session. Yeah. When are we going to start? The first show that's going to open is September 14th. Okay. And of course, it's the good old Hamilton. Right. Always. it's the only one that has lots of money to get started. Um, but there's a lot of controversies controversies happening right now. I'm sorry. I'm getting used to this microphone. You I have know. a whole setup Here, that's put, very... Put, put the uh, stand on that so it's closer to your mouth. Yeah, this whole setup is actually more fancy. Yeah. Yeah, than mm-hmm. us like in an airport lounge with a handheld microphone. I have been honestly doing the least with this podcast because <laughs> I have so many fucking things going on. Right. And I finally was like, I have to order new mics because I can't even listen to myself. These are very fancy. That. These are like the Jay Leno mics. Oh yeah, very fancy. Yeah, very fancy. I don't know if the quality is any better. Does it sound better? I listened to your most recent podcast with Jackie Schimmel. Yeah. It sounded great. Okay, clear. Good. I'll take clear. it. You don't hear the, you know, cat scratching in the... <laughs> the window in the background. Literally, yeah. Okay, how's New York? Broadway, there's controversy. There's money issues. You know, all of those things. Actors are pissed. Yeah. Nobody with money is willing to spend money. It's the same old stuff. Right. But September 14th. My show is reopening December 20th, Company. Oh, which yeah. is the original cast going to be Original cast, oh, Patti okay. Lapone. <gasps> you know, Emmy winner, Tony winner, Olivier winner. And then my show in London opens July 1st. I cannot wait. I but I just saw this thing that London's not going to, the hotels are opening, but the flights are not going to be taking off till August. So we can't yeah, get there Americans till August. Americans can't go. So really, so the theaters in London, any concert, anything is still doing social distancing. Right. Seating. So you'll sit there and there'll be four empty seats next to you. But yeah, they're opens, but I guess only for people that live there. You still can't get in. I'm ready. I'm ready to be in a packed theater. Same. I was in a beach bar nightclub in on an island this weekend, and it felt so good. Well, just the restaurants to, are packed. To sweat yeah. again. And Everything's next to packed. people. Yeah. 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 So the controversy with everything going on with Broadway is that the actors' equity is not hasn't done shit for the actors that have exactly. had two years off. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that I'm against the unions, but I am not pro-union. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, we do live in a world, I think, today where there are fair wages and working conditions. You know, no one's going to make you tap dance in your shoes for 16 hours till your feet bleed. Right, right, That world doesn't exist anymore. So the unions protecting the actors, you know, what is their point? And I think the actors are starting to realize that because there's a specific tour, the Cats tour, always the kitty cats. (laughs) They they are accusing the producers of stealing money from them. And the union is not backing them up. So that's the biggest controversy. So when we did the vir- the first virtual show, we raised a lot of money for Actors, the Actors Fund, Actors which is fund. which essentially yeah. helped people in the creative arts industry, you for know, anything. for anything. Because yeah. when Broadway closed, there was no other options for there a lot of these actors to, to get work. And I think that's another thing with the unions. You know, if you were a steelworker union right. or a painter's union and you were unemployed, the union is there to protect you and be like, you know, we're going to help you pay your rent or we're going to help make sure your kids have school lunches. That's like the idea of a union is to protect their workers in all things. When Broadway shut down, these unions weren't able to provide anything to their members. Nothing. So organizations like the Actors Fund where people would write in and be like, I really need help paying my rent this month or I need to pay my COBRA for my health insurance or whatever those things. That's why 
these organizations had to step in because the unions weren't able to support their people. See, TV and film has been able to still work because, you know. Well, they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out. They have figured it out. And also, you're not relying on a live audience. Like, people keep saying, when are you going on the road? When are you going on the road? I see other comedians doing shows. I'm like, we we already have deals with theaters. People don't yeah. realize. So I can't go and just start doing shows in these other clubs and then not, you know, uh, honor this other yeah. deal with this, the, the you theaters. You can't walk into a city like Nashville where you've already had a contract there for two years and just mm-hmm. say, I'm going to go play a club in Nashville Yeah, because you've had an outstanding contract that was just canceled because of COVID. Right. Or postponed, rather. Yeah. So what's can we give a live update on what's going on with our tour? Yeah. Uh, we're going on the road. We're going on the road. Yeah, We're actually going on the road fairly soon. Yeah. In August and September are our first Heather McMahon shows. Fingers crossed. I almost Fingers don't, yeah. don't want to jinx okay, it. No, I don't want to jinx it. But we're going to be in, making an announcement here in the next couple of weeks. Um, tickets will go back on sale. Yeah. And again, I know there's been a lot of like people are like, I, you know, I didn't get a refund or I, I didn't get a, I'm confused what's going on here. What yeah. can we tell people? If the show says it's rescheduled, hang on to your ticket. It's right. coming. We are literally trying to close I those deals. I think what deals. we can tell people is yeah. Heather and I are not sitting in her basement in a pile of your money. We have we have yeah. none of your we funds. Have none of your money. <laughs> so if Ticketmaster or your local venue has not given you your money back, it ain't on us. It's not us. It's not in my pocket right this minute. I do not get yeah. paid till well after the show, so yes. I do not have your money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's going to be great. I, I'm excited to get back on the road, and it's exciting to think that Broadway will open soon. Yeah. And you know, that's what and I when need Broadway to do. opens, that means obviously you can open. Yeah, and that the acts and the concerts and the stand-up shows that you want to see in your local city are going to be able to happen. Okay, now I have a question. Oh, Jackie and I were giggling last week to ourselves. Yeah. There, you know how like- Drinking coffee. Drinking coffee, yeah. You know how every um, housewife has played Roxy Hart in Chicago? Yes, every single one. I really, you know, I'm I'm a stage actor. Mm -hmm. You only said that I could play Pumbaa in The Lion King, but what if I played- Because you're a baritone. Yeah, because I know. (laughs) Swing low. Sweet chariot. Do you think I could play Roxy Hart? Oh, no, that's not who I would cast you as. Come on, no, don't say that out Wait, loud. Wait, oh, okay, okay. Right? Okay, I, sing it. Give me your audition right now. Foxy. Come on, babe, why don't we paint the town? Da, 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 da. And, and all, all that jazz. I could yeah, do you it. Could. could you do that eight shows a week? Because I feel like after the opening number, you'd be hoarse and be like, I'm out. <laughs> Okay. Well, I've told everyone on the podcast today, I'm going to seek medical intervention. Okay. For your voice. For my vocal cords and get it under control. I was going to say, could you be Mr. Cellophane? You know what? Fuck you. Because <laughs> so, that's a, a talk song. Matata. <laughs> what a wonderful phrase. Perfect. perfect. You booked it. You booked yeah. it. It means no worries. Oh my God, I would love to see you on the Broadway stage. It's my dream. I want to see you though in like a Neil Simon play. Well, that's, I won Best Actress in the State of Georgia for doing two Neil yeah. Simon plays. Yeah. Let's so do it. So Neil Simon, call me. Yeah. Is he still alive? Would you be on Broadway in a Neil Simon play or would you be like in the Johns Creek Players <laughs> community? <laughs> that's your headline moment. <laughs> First of all, I have st- sellout power. You do. You so have sellout power. I would power. appreciate it if a Broadway producer came to me yeah. and I could even do, here's the thing, do it playing Roxy Hart in Chicago. It's mm-hmm. only like an eight week run. Mm-hmm. So I could do that. Yeah. If I got like cortisol, or not cortisol, cortisone injections yeah. into my vocal cords, I could do it. Yeah. Twice a day. And what if are you I had do a vocal on that coach? Wednesday matinee where it's like you had to wake up at 10 a.m. Yeah. yeah. 
be ready to sing by two. I wouldn't be able to drink coffee, alcohol, no. or have anything acidic for like about four and a half months. And I'd have to sleep <laughs> upright in a lazy boy. Or like I would just- you know, In a stand-up bed. Or you would just like, you know, I'd put on like a trench coat with with a hanger and then yeah, just kind of like up on the hang up on the back of a door so I make sure that all the acid stays low. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly what you have to do. <sighs> Listen, I want an EGOT. I want that. That's, that's what I want too. Yeah. Yeah, well, you've got your golden pineapple over there. For when I sold out Charleston. Yeah, yeah. Somebody more shit their theaters, pants. <laughs> yeah. More theaters need to hand out trophies for sellouts. Yeah, you know what? Let comedians feel like yeah. we can't really win Oscars because it's only dr- dramatic actors that win Oscars. Melissa McCarthy was nominated for an Oscar. She was, but it was in for a drama. Yeah. I think, here's, here's your- And tra- I can do drama. Here's your trajectory. Exactly. Okay. You're doing stand-up circuit, and yeah. I think that'll always be a part of your life. Yeah. I think that you're going to have a hit TV show. With lo- We're yes. going to manifest this yeah. in the name of Jesus working right on now. It. And then, out of the blue, there's going to be the right character that comes along for you that is your Oscar vehicle. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel what like- What is that character? I know her. I already know her. I'm picturing her. Okay, I want you- We're going to go from the ground up. Okay, okay. come on. Go. She I'm closing almost, my eyes she to has, visualize. <laughs> She has on a sensible sandal, uh-huh. a capri pant. Oh, yeah. Some sort of um, like satchel or fanny pack. Yeah. She has on, um, ooh, like a soft, flowy Sofia Vergara for Walmart flowy top. Okay, I already know the character. She's the whistleblower from Mar-a-Lago. Yes, And yes. that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes crashing down. Yes. And her whole job was, she was like a groundskeeper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe she was like the elevator inspector. Yeah. That's her whole job. She greased just, the Vader. Yes. Uh-huh. She greased the Vader. Uh-huh. And then she sees a deal go down. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She writes the book. The book yeah. gets made into a movie. Yeah. And starring Heather McMahon. Yeah. Oh and it's probably God. like 10 years down the road. Yeah. Because I need to be a little so bit more So it's a weather. mix between Aaron Brockovich. And Monster. And Monster. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. I was going to say Monster. Literally. And it then, is. And they're like, you know how Charlize Theron like really went through a mm-hmm. transformation and mm-hmm. put on 40 pounds? Yeah. I just show up to work. No, you're there. <laughs> yeah. You are set ready. I literally just show up and they're like, oh, your skin looks a little flaky and you're sweating because you put on weight. You're ready to go. Totally. What would you do? What would you get your EGOT? Because you don't want to perform anymore, which everybody knows Chris is so talented. You know what? I mean, truth. And this is why I think so many people, when they reach a certain status in actors that reach a certain status, they start to say, I need to start recording albums. You know, I want to do eBooks. You can win a Grammy for reading an eBook. Um, Hello. You know what I'm saying? So there you go. Uh, produce a Broadway show. That's how you get a Tony yeah. easily. Not easily. It's it's hard work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> now He's that like, I've but I have now one. that I've had four <laughs> nominations and I'm working on my fifth. Um, you know, it's just another day. Um, but I think like producing and then directing. There are so many different facets. Like, can you be a cinematographer and win an Oscar? What's the you know? Makeup what? artists win Oscars. So wait, are you saying that I could win a Grammy? I could, know you could do a Grammy for like, I can do a comedy album. Yes. But also if it's for like books on tape or yes. whatever the fuck it is, yeah. could I do like Chicken Soup for the Soul? Of course. When you write your book and then you read your book for the audiobook, we can submit that for a Grammy. Fuck yes. I know. I know. It's low hanging fruit, yeah. but we're going to make it happen. I know. It's literally Cynthia Revo yeah. for the exact same project won three fourths of her EGOT. She won oh. uh, an Emmy for the televised special. Yeah. 
She won a Grammy for the cast recording. Yeah. And she won the Tony for playing the role on Broadway. Now, I need y'all to know the only thing that Chris and I are ever interested in is awards and accolades. <laughs> That's it. I do it for trophies. I actually do it for free stuff because I love getting, <laughs> like, I literally, when I got my first, like, box of, yeah. like, a brand sent me something, yeah. I still think about it. I, like, got the CBD and I was literally like, this is the greatest day ever. Heather. I am only hanging out with you for the free stuff. I know too. you are. Yesterday when Most I people are. Yesterday when I flew here, the only thing that I paid for that I was wearing was my Banana Republic <laughs> factory outlet jeans. My yeah. shoes, I think, were given to me. My sunglasses were given to me. Yeah. I wore a Broadway show shirt, yeah. a merch shirt, and I wore a Heather McMahon a Parmesan <laughs> hoodie. And I was like, I'm wearing $800 worth of merch that I paid $30 for my jeans with a coupon with my Banana Republic You're reward welcome. points. Yeah. Listen, we crush a fucking I'm wearing outlet. a Broadway shirt right you now. Are. Free shirt. The prom. Great. The prom. So good. Yeah. The prom's going out on tour, also coming to a city near, near you. So how do you think the touring's going to work with these big theater shows? I think touring for Broadway is going to be a lot more financially lucrative, obviously. I think people are going to be scared. More, scared is the wrong word. More timid to like fly to New York and be like, I'm going to go see Lion King on Broadway. But when Lion King comes to Boise, Idaho, you can be like, oh, I can drive 10 minutes to see Lion King in Boise, Idaho. That's a great, yeah. great or idea. The Prom. Please go see The Prom. So good. The Prom yeah. is one of my favorite musicals of all time. It is so funny, so sweet. The music's incredible. It is so good. I'm so glad. And you- the movie was awesome too. So, oh my God, the movie's we great. We got no awards. That's fine. Because we do it for awards, but Prom got... <laughs> No nominations. I would like um, a couple. You could just even give me like <laughs> we a We didn't fake even get award. a freaking Golden Globe. The Golden Globes are not going to happen oh, yeah. anymore. Golden Globes are canceled. I, you know what? I can't keep up. Fine. You know what I mean? I Listen, I am a people person. Yeah. I am here to be giving my art away. Yeah. And I just need y'all to bring me gifts and cheese boards to the shows. That's all God, I ever want. Please. Remember how fat we got on tour because yes. every city we went to, somebody would bring us like six cheese boards. Well, the other <laughs> thing is we'd, yeah, we would just graze on cheese and yeah. olives and stuff before the show. And then midnight rolls around. We get out of the theater. The only thing open and we're starving is Wendy's or Taco Bell. Yeah. So we're housing a chicken sandwich at 1230 in Montgomery, Alabama. You know? I'm getting a little... What was that noise? That's a frog oh in my your God. backyard. Can you? Did, yeah. I wonder if that came through on the mic. I don't know if you guys could hear it, but there's the a loudest frog. frog outside of the window. In the elements here in Georgia. Here we are. After being on this island and just feeling like I've only eaten fried shrimp. Yeah. And, you know, lobster, quesadillas. Yeah. I'm excited to get in shape. I've already contacted all the folks that I need to contact because I was like, I can't between the acid reflux. Yeah. Um, but the fact that my jaws clenched. Right. And the fact that I've I've got to do try and do another round of this egg freezing, but I'm like, when this is like it's but the go egg time. Freezing does it make you it makes you put, bloat or whatever? Yeah, you're all, you injecting hormones into your body. I have no idea what that would affect. I mean, I'm still so swollen. Like it, yeah. it, you definitely put on weight. You just need a strong fart, and I feel like it would go down. No, I need three <laughs> days in a sauna. I need three days in a sauna and just a juice cleanse or something yeah. like that. You know what you really need? What a trip to Europe where you look at skinny people and you're like, okay. <laughs> Okay, skinny people. Let's wrap it up. Well, uh, I just, I'm motivated. I just lose weight in Europe, period. Because, exactly. you know, the food's clean. Yeah. But also, I just need to get in shape for the tour. Like, I already mm-hmm. know it's going to be balls to the wall, shit show. And I know yeah. that I need to get- I'm imagining you running up and down the aisles and passing out. I, I can't. I literally <laughs> cannot do it. In a wig. Yeah. In four layers <laughs> of jackets. Sparkly. Oh, my God. I got yeah. a headache just thinking about Plastic it. Plastic jackets. I put on my Brenda Carlisle wig to shoot some stuff um, in Harbor Island and it was so tight. I was like, my my head's gotten fat. 
My oh, skull shit. is so fat right now that the wig was cutting off circulation. <laughs> you had a wig line, like when you oh, have a pants line on yeah. your stomach. I yeah. had almost like hypertension. Yeah. It was it yeah. was awful. Well, you know what? I I want to say, and I know that we're probably running over time, but no, you're fine. I've been vegan now for two months because I watched Seaspiracy and yeah. it scared the bejesus out of me for the world and the planet. And our friend Christina went vegan a couple of years ago and she dropped weight like there was she no went vegetarian. Tomorrow. She went vegetarian, vegan-ish. But yeah. I remember her being like, I'm not eating cheese. Or, you know, yeah. at one dinner that we had a few years ago. And I haven't lost any weight. I've no. been vegan for two months and I don't... I mean, maybe I've lost like four pounds. No, Chris, I think you look much slimmer. You look... Really? Yes, you do. I don't feel it. Well, you look... Yesterday when I was walking through the airport and you like catch a glimpse of yourself in a window and you're like, is this how people see me? <laughs> Can I tell you? I My girlfriend had to talk me off the ledge of like the self-negative talk. And I hate in this world that like people are like shoving body positivity down your yeah. throat. And I'm like, listen, if my pants don't fucking fit, they don't fit. Right. And I'm going to call myself out on it. That's right. If I'm being unhealthy or I'm not taking care of myself, mm-hmm. then I need to be call me out on it. Yeah. And I've seen some photos of me recently. I know I'm swollen from the hormones and that's right. something that's going to take a while to flush out. But I'm, I caught a glimpse of myself and I literally, my girlfriend Haley was like, you got to calm down. She's like, you are talking so badly to yourself. Yeah. But I, I got to lock it up. I don't, I don't feel like myself. I don't look like myself. Like I just want to get in good shape for the tour. That in is my, my mind. I mean, I totally understand body positivity. In my mind, I don't see it as being self-shaming and that being unhealthy. I just, it is like what Seeing you being said. being real with yourself. It's just being like, wow, my pants are so tight. And yeah. that shouldn't happen. You know, I'll never be a size two. I'm wearing but old I navy be a good stretchy size shorts 12. right now, and I need to unbutton them. And it's only 10 a.m. I haven't eaten anything. Exactly, you know? uh, exactly. You know where you're living your best life. I know where I'm living my best life. It's a healthy 12. It, it's yeah. not a where I'm at right now, where literally my spanks are rolling down on themselves. Okay. <laughs> and also, I think it would help with my acid reflux. Like maybe it's just right. there's so much fat building up in my midsection that it's just well, if pushing, it's pushing up. up your stomach. Yeah, it's shoving the acid into your throat. <sighs> But that's where we're at. Okay, so you're healthy, you're well, you're eating vegetables. I'm vegan, yeah. And how has that been? It's been great. I like it, actually. When I went vegan right after my dad died, mm-hmm. I was the only vegan who put on weight because I was able to find a way to just eat junky well, you vegan can. food. It's, I watch a ton of YouTube videos yeah. now where it's like how to be a clean vegan, how to yeah. be a whole vegetable vegan, or you can literally just eat- Chips and salsa. French fries and chips and yeah. salsa. You can do that, and that is completely a vegan diet. But, you know, I'm- blend a lot of shakes and stuff and like all of that crap. And I love it. And yeah. now when I like, like we went out last night and when I see like cheese sprinkled on top of something, it kind of like just grosses me out a little bit. It is. Ne- it will never gross me out. <laughs> cheese and dairy will never gross me out. But I'm glad that you've had that judgmental journey <laughs> for not, yourself. It's not about judgmental. It's just, <laughs> well, yeah, when I see other people eat it, I'm like, oh, you don't care about the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're one it's of those. It's okay that... <laughs> We're falsely impregnating these cows to create your cheese. So oh, they okay. continue to produce. Dairy. Okay. And when the dairy farmers yeah. of America show up Don't at my fucking front door, <laughs> yeah. they will. They will. And Robin will yell at them in the grass like yes. she was yelling at the painters <laughs> for being three hours late this morning. And Jeff, what are you doing? You're a dairy farmer? Get off my grass. Get off my grass. I love cheese. I'm Italian. <laughs> So naturally, Chris has just popped down here and we're hanging out for the week and he has just stepped right back into the shit show. That was the McMahon household before you left. It's the best. It's the best. Um, So the gang's back together. We're going to be doing some fun stuff this week, but I'm so glad you were able to pop into the podcast. I was going to do voicemails, but then you knocked on the door and I was like, this is great. 
Here I am. Here I am. Oh, that jazz. You're booked. I'm booked. Booked on Broadway. Booked on Broadway, booked and busy. Um, So we'll keep you updated with what's going on with the tour. So stay tuned to that. Chris, thank you for being here. Thanks. I love you. I mean it. Love you. Guys, I will see you on the next episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. As always, you can call into the hotline, 800 216 what the fuck is the hotline number? <laughs> look, it up, look it up, look it up. 213-750. You can also call me anytime. Yeah, My number Chris- is 1-900-GET-LIT. Tiny dick. <laughs> no, that's why my pants are tight. Oh, because you- it's huge. Oh, oh, is that what you're telling yourself? Okay. What's the number, Heather, that Honey, you say every week? Honey, a fupa is not your penis. <laughs> Hold on. Let me get the number. 213-7503. Again, I'm dyslexic with numbers, but 213-7503. That's 800 though. Put that in front. Um, I'll get into the voicemails next week. I love you. Thank you for being on my ADHD scatterbrained episode. And I'm sorry it's late, but mama was traveling and she forgot her mics and there's a lot to keep up with. And as uh, as we roll into, I don't know what's going on in my life professionally, I can kind of start sharing some stuff. Whatever, it's not a fucking secret. You know, just like I'm doing a lot of shit behind the scenes. Trying to get that EGOT and I need y'all to be on board for the journey. I love you. I mean it. I still don't fit in my pants, but I will see you guys next time on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.